If you've ever got a student to do something by calling it a game, you might be a teacher. Being a teacher sometimes means finding ways around limitations, problems, or struggles to keep things on track. We learn to improvise and adapt. But when it comes to teaching language arts in our school, we don't have to find workarounds. Loyola Press took the long view when they created Voyages in English, the brilliant K-8 language arts program. The fundamentals of grammar and writing that students learn enable them to become effective writers, which can help improve performance on standardized tests and grow into successful communicators. The flexible framework of Voyages in English is adaptable to any teaching style and any student's abilities. With practice, the mechanics build in complexity over time. It just all works together. Visit voyagesinenglish.com to learn more, then order a sample. With Voyages in English, there are no crazy workarounds, just solid help for today's language arts teachers. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Jill. I'm here with Colleen. We are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore, and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. And today, especially because Colleen and I brought a question to our Facebook group, and I can't wait to share with you all of those responses. Um, Colleen, and I can't wait. Colleen, I think this was triggered by a story you might have. Uh, the question is about field trips. And <laughs> I I don't even know the story, Colleen. So t- let's hear your story. And then I get to rattle off all kinds of cool field trip ideas that came out of the teacher's lounge. I like I have really great memories of field trips, but there are a couple that stand out. And I remember I started telling you this story about this bizarre field trip I had in fourth grade. And you were like, stop right there. <laughs> Don't tell me the rest of it. This is a podcast episode. So that's how this came to be. But I can't believe I, I didn't tell you the rest of the story. So, okay. When I was in fourth grade, class field trip, I, you know, I'm at this little Catholic school. Right down the street from us is a mortuary. And for whatever reason, I know, I know for whatever reason, like we liked to go on field trips, of course, that were within walking distance. Well, we could walk to the mortuary. So in fourth grade, (laughs) I went on a field trip to the mortuary where they like walked us around and showed us the coffins and they, Jill, they brought (laughs) us in the room where they drain the fluids out of the bodies. No, they didn't. (laughs) Absolutely. This is so fresh in my mind. Like I saw it yesterday and I've never been able to go to a wake. And, um, you know, you're like kneeling, praying over, you know, the person's body. And all I can picture is remember in fourth grade when we went to the mortuary and yeah, saw the room where they drain the fluids out of the body. So, okay. Field trips. Then, of course, you know, I went on fantastic field trips where, you know, we went searching for rocks and quarries. And um, I mean, in high school, I went on a field trip to Ireland for for God's sakes. But this one might have been a little bit traumatizing for uh, for <laughs> some of my classmates. Wow. So. <laughs> like the do's and don'ts of the Catholic field trip right there, all wrapped together, like the dignity of life and uh, respect mm-hmm. for uh, the communion of saints. Like I get it, I get it from a Catholic point of view, but my fourth grader would have been traumatized by that. So I can only imagine. Um, 
the collective trauma you maybe all had in that moment. Right. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thankfully we had great ideas coming through. We had a few ideas come through on our Facebook group. And then I had a few ideas come through my own Facebook feed. We asked the questions in two spots. So I want to start with... Um, some ideas that I had right out of the lounge. And it was from Principal Shannon Murphy in the Diocese of Kalamazoo. She said that they went... Well, this was memorable. So it wasn't exactly an idea, but her memory... Because it was also like, what are your great memories of field trips? She said that she Uh went to overnight fifth grade camp when she was seven months pregnant. So she was the chaperone, clearly. Um, I wasn't supposed to stay the night and a snowstorm hit in March and we got snowed in. I had no clothes or bed, clothes or bedding. And um, she's like, so is that the kind of story you wanted? And I said, no, that sounds (laughs) horrifying. So that was, that was pretty funny. Um, And then what, in all this thread, I was starting to think of my own memorable field trips, not as traumatic as yours, Colleen, but, um, Uh, When we were in eighth grade, our teachers were super innovative. There was 42 of us in that class. So two homerooms in our Catholic school. And we were able to choose. Like it was a field trip day for the whole middle school, which would have probably Mm -hmm. been 60 kids or so. I don't remember which grades. Maybe it was 40 kids or so if it was seventh and eighth grade. So we got to choose a place we wanted to go. And I missed the day that we were supposed to sign up. So I ended up with a group of boys. It was me and a group of boys at a water filtration plant. <laughs> and, and my dad my dad was the chaperone driver. And he was like, where are we going? Like, I remember it was just being the weirdest day. And I was with all the boys, which is very awkward when you're in eighth grade. But it was memorable. Like, we got to put on these big white suits uh-huh. and like climb in and out of this tank like it was the weirdest day and I guess until that moment I didn't even realize where our water came from in the city so it was yeah it was useful but what was cool out of this um this whole list of people's ideas there was actually a dad who piped in and said it should be um this is what made me think of the water filtration plant he said um there should be a how it's made or dirty jobs field trips, some practical real life stuff, um, you know, in this world that's filled with social media unreality. And so one of these wow. like, you know, think of all the places in your community that people could go. Um, I'm going to read these kind of out of line, but other other people were mentioning uh, other well, let me just go down the list. So people are mentioning really practical things that are very localized. So obviously any like art institute um, in your town, you could go to art schools. So even if you don't want to go to the art museum, think about if there's an art college or university and you could go see Mm. their collections and have their professors Mm. teach about art. Um, The public museum here in Grand Rapids does an immersive program. So you can go and learn um, for a week or two and you get to go see the archives and you get to spend like your whole week of school there. Um, So they do that in a certain grade level. Also, no one mentioned this, but our Franciscan Franciscan sisters here in Grand Rapids, they have a farm. And so five of the elementary schools do an immersive three weeks. So one week in the fall, one week in the winter, one week in the spring, where the students are there for an entire week. It's fifth grade farm camp is what we call it. 
and they do um, what's cool about coming three times is they they're doing all subject areas while they're there with the sisters, but they are collecting data. So think about like the seasonal data you can collect as a scientist in the fall, winter and spring when you go back to the place three times that year. So they're doing tons of cool stuff there, but mm, um, yeah, a good partnership. Idea. So it's a field trip, but it feels like a partnership. Um, mm-hmm. And then also mentioned was going to uh, other places of worship. So learning about different religions and customs, especially in your town, if you have Buddhist temples and Jewish temples, non-denominational Christian churches, like think about the richness of our kids learning kind of the range of other people's um, faiths. That would be really, really great. Um, There was a parent who piped in and said that when she was in high school, she participated in a program where students were selected from all over the United States and they all met in Washington, D.C see for a behind the scenes look at everything. And she still remembers that as being a really good experience for her. So that seems like very selective, very awesome to have a memory like that of being selected to go somewhere to learn something. Um, I had two people pipe in and say that Stratford, Ontario was a great place to take kids who are learning about Shakespeare. And so uh-huh. if you're anywhere near Canada, um, that pi- that came in a couple times on my feed. Um, and obviously seeing any sort of Broadway play that was coming up quite a bit. Um, or when special exhibits come to your museum that came up. Um, also this is a cool idea. This came from Erin Weaver, who, um, is a friend of Catholic educators. And she wrote about, um, the university here in Grand Rapids, Grand Valley State University, it's relatively big. They do a research boat um, where students actually go out and collect data as part of actual Michigan freshwater research. So think about your universities and what students can be exposed to at the um, academic level of a university. They are doing giant research studies. So what can kids go see and do? For us here in Michigan, a lot of it is freshwater research. So that was pretty cool. Um, someone else piped in about their mythology class going to see uh, the local planetarium did a special presentation just for them so they could talk about the constellations in relation to the myths they were studying and reading in class. So that was pretty cool to hear. And then we're hearing about nature walks and ice skating. And um, let me see what else came up in here. Really cool stuff. Um, Oh, another teacher piped in to say that their fifth graders go to their local state uh, university's marching band for a special show where it's probably where they preview their season. Like, you know, how you have to you have to do sort of the dress rehearsal of the march for the marching band. Um, So they get to go and do and watch it like a concert, uh, which sounds pretty cool. Um, and then think about all the local businesses. So um, someone here is mentioning the Kellogg cereal factory, Coca-Cola factory, train factories, um, you know, all of the, even someone's mentioning here, a, a, uh, the local heating and cooling HVAC system um, <laughs> is owned by a parent of, you know, their Catholic school. And so going to see that how that all works was a really cool uh, field trip. Um, Keebler factory, like all the you know different industries in your area would be good. The state capital trip seems really memorable. So that was getting a bunch of likes from people. And even uh, touring the local uh, minor league baseball stadium. So going and hearing about, um, this is a high school field trip to go learn about sports management. 
So really anything can be a field trip is what I'm learning from this list. Um, anything can be a airport, field trip. The airport, if you were talking about going to the control tower of the airport and having lunch and talking oh, about yeah. all of those things. So think creatively. We don't always have to go to the place where it's a... Um, established field trip that they kind of pitched you in an email and you go, Oh sure. We should do that one. But sometimes it's like figuring out what's the free thing that we should all do. Like go ride the city bus together and like, let that be the field trip. Like the kids need to learn some certain things that, um, doesn't cost us too much. No. And that's a great idea. Taking public transportation together, whether it's, if you're in a, a city that has trains, buses, that is all fantastic. And you also said something that I thought was really poignant, Jill, and that's capitalize on what, where, what are your parents connected to? What are the Mm -hmm. school parents connected to? One of the, um, gosh, one of the field trips I I actually took kids on, um, once upon a time was to the WGN studios. And we got to sit in on the morning broadcast at the, at the WGN studio. So like, you know, there are just great things and yeah, that those local, those local ideas, whether it's nature walks, um, High school productions. Do kids from the feeder schools come and watch your high school productions? I mean, these are all great things. So you know what? This has been a fantastic conversation and much better ideas than taking your kids to a mortuary. Thank you so much for um, (laughs) all of the contributions to that conversation. But we are out of time, Jill. (laughs) We are out of time. Thanks for the energy boost. As we love exploring your ideas and affirming your efforts, keep the suggestions coming in and tune into our next episode as we talk about more great ideas from fellow teachers. We'll see you next time. 